Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Matt Dotre. I'm the government reporter for the AJ. Uh, here this week talking with candidates in the upcoming municipal election. Uh, this week we're talking with uh, candidates for the mayor's race. Sitting across from me now is Mayor Dan Pope, uh, who's running for a second term and is being challenged by a few candidates, uh, Stephen Sanders, Jonathan Cothran. Uh, mayor, how are you? Well, thanks for well, being here. Yeah, thanks for doing this, Matt. Yeah, sir, you just came back from DC. I did. Any updates? I think uh, it was mostly about transportation. Yeah, I work in transportation uh, projects, particularly ports to Plains, our case, I-27. Uh, we made some progress, I think. It's uh, Unfortunately, transportation work is, uh, it's, you know, it's the big projects. It's it's not a tomorrow kind of thing, but it's it's the right work. I, I think I was telling someone earlier today that when you think back about starting with, with Randy Nagabauer before he went to Congress, Mayor Martin was a big supporter, Mayor Robertson was a big supporter. In some ways, it's, uh, you know, if we're going to extend I-27 to Mexico eventually, but maybe the first step to I-20, we've got to keep working yeah. on it. Yeah, and right now the feasibility study has been, has that been yeah. funded? Yeah, um we're not sure exactly what TxDOT's going to okay. do. It's been recommended to them. Yeah, we've done feasibility, we've done studies before. I, I think, uh, I don't think anybody's arguing about the need for, for, for I-27 mm -hmm. extension. Mm -hmm. I think it becomes when and how, I mean, how do we pay for it and when does it happen? Uh, our state, if we're going to grow from 28 million people today to 45 to 50 million yeah. by, in 2050 in 30, 32 years, we've got to prepare for that. And, and we, we've got to take that tr the traffic off of I-35 and I-45 and, and, and get it to the west. So much of the traffic that goes west today comes from the valley, from, from Laredo to Dallas, yeah. before, it, before it, Dallas Fort Worth, before it goes west. Mm -hmm. It's 600 miles between Dallas and Denver. I-35 runs through um, Dallas. I-25 runs through Denver. We need a we need a north-south uh, interstate yeah. between the two, and it it helps West Texans because it moves uh, it moves our agricultural goods goods to market. It it moves our uh, it moves the food product that we create uh, to, mm -hmm. to market. It, it's good for the the oil and gas business. It uh, and then it, it helps our businesses. It helps those that distribute. It helps us grow our businesses that are here as well as become more attractive to people who may want to move here. Yeah. And do you feel like, is everyone else on board? Uh, all the other cities around yeah, I us? Think, I think we've gotten, uh, we're building uh, um, support in West Texas. I think mm -hmm. that's one of the things that the mayors have been working on. Uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor Gunner from San Angelo was on this trip with us. She was able to make the trip. Okay. Uh, we had other elected officials along the the twenty three hundred mile uh, route, but we had we had a lot of great meetings. I um, met yesterday afternoon with the uh, chair of the House Transportation Committee, uh, Representative uh, Chairman Schuster from Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, spent time with uh, I personally was in meetings with uh, four separate senators along along the route. Uh, had a chance to to uh, meet with uh, Senator Cruz, with uh, Senator Cornyn's chief staff on this. Uh, um, worked quite a bit with Congressman Arrington. He was very helpful in setting up our meetings, as you yeah. might imagine. Um, we went, went with the number two uh, ranking member of the Transportation Committee in the House, uh, Sam Graves from, from Missouri. Um, so it was a, uh, I think it was a, uh, I think it was a productive trip, but you, you this is not a one it's trip. It's a slow it's process. A, it's not a one trip, trip kind of yeah. thing. And it's a Washington and an Austin effort, actually. So yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep working on it. Yeah. Would you still have time to train for your marathon, for your half marathon? 
I got it. Well, I got my. I got one run in while I was there. If I'm not, if I'm not treadmill. If if I'm not trained by now, I'm in trouble, Matt. So I'll be I'll be trudging on Monday morning. We'll be uh, going uh, going. Or excuse me, Sunday morning. I better do it on Sunday. But I'm I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. All right, very good. Well, all right. Here to talk about your campaign. Sure. Um, sure. You know what? Kind of tell me what your theme is. Are, are you talking about things that have been accomplished? Are you talking about things looking ahead? Because you know, I know, I cover the city council. You guys have taken taken on a lot th- these past two years. Yeah, I think the I think the message is pretty much as it was two years ago, Matt. It's uh, common sense leadership. It's uh, fiscal discipline. It's uh, uh, public safety. It's about about. Being good communicators, telling people what we're doing, being transparent, making sure they know what's going on, um, not not hiding the ball in any way. I think it's about uh, uh, making those sort of strategic investments where we need to make them. I mean, I think the police f- uh, facilities is a, is an example of that 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 whole project. And I think it's uh, uh, about um, learning to say no at times. And, and hopefully our efforts for the last two years have, I believe, they've built, uh, built confidence with our, with our voters. Mm-hmm. We, 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 no one's going to – we're not always going to agree. But I think what we want to make sure they, they know is that, um, that when we tell them something, we're going to do it yeah. and that we're going to be upfront about why we do it. So uh, – that's my leadership style. I think that's the where the council's been, and that that's um, really what we're talking about. We're talking, you know, we talk about jobs. We talk about um, you know moving our community forward. We talk about things we can do to add to the quality of life. You you know you've been around me. That's something I'm not afraid to talk about. But the message really it's it's not a 180. It's 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 going on down that line. We live in a wonderful community. We have a lot. We have a lot of many. We have a lot of great things going on for us. Going you know, going as we speak. We need to, to uh, you know, to, to use those, to leverage those to, to, for even, you know, even better days. Yeah. And is that kind of the role of the mayor? Do you kind of feel like the spoke, spokesperson? Because, you know, you're just one vote on the diet. That's right. But, but, but you're still yeah, I think the, that, the, the face you, of it. You make a great point. I tell people at least once a day that I'm but, I'm but one vote of seven. So to get something done, you've got to work as a, you've got to work as a group. You've got to build, you know, you've got to collaborate. I do think the mayor has a uh, a role since you're elected at large, and and uh, you 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 serve in many ways. You help set the agenda as to where we're going forward. You help uh, prioritize, uh, mm-hmm. you know, th- those those efforts, those projects. Uh, so I'm not afraid of that. I, I I do think that it's it's about more the vital few. We don't need to be going down a lot of different rabbit trails. We want to do a few things and do it well. Um, so. But yeah. I don't think anything changes yeah. in that regard. Well, since when you were elected, one of your first meetings was kind of kind of like a, a, a thinking exercise, and you got right. the council together, and That's you right. had that big. You, right. you drew down the priorities, and you still have that in That's your same, office. And, really now. This, and they're really the same priorities. You know, we met again, as you know, we met again this last mm-hmm. summer, and we went through it, and, and you know, we 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 wordsmithed it a little bit, we added a few things to it, but when you really look at those priorities, they're the same. It's it's a it's about. You know, you know, doing things. You know, financially be, being being good stewards. It's about communication. It's about yeah. what we do for our neighborhoods. It's about jobs. It's about redevelopment efforts. It's uh, um, it's about you know making city hall a more responsive, um, uh, flexible, transparent kind. You know, we, it needs to be. It, it, we 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 only exist to serve citizens. And so, um, but yeah, we, that's that's the 
those, that's what's important to us. It's what was important when we were elected. It's what's important today. And I would, uh, and, you know, I, I, I hope to be reelected. And I, my guess is that, that you would see very similar kind of priorities going forward. I, I think most of those priorities are big enough that you're not going to mark them off the list and say this is done. Yeah. It's uh, the tactics are what you do. That's what that's the, you know, those are the things you do to support those big the big, uh, those priorities, those goals. For sure. And we've accomplished a lot of those certainly. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about public safety because I always yeah, feel like that's sure. issue number one. So um, just in the past couple of years, it was really kind of doing a 180 on on the big on the project of city hall. But now we're talking about substations, more community policing. I mean, we're talking completely reshaping the police department here in the next few years right well we are and i think it's the right thing to do our council was uh, unanimous in support of the public safety proposal that we worked on all last year as you know uh, we uh, we got citizen input we worked closely with the police we call the consultants in that you know that know how to do these things we we visited other uh, we, we looked at other police uh, departments to see how they've done this, to have what, learn what they did right and mm-hmm. what they would have done differently. Uh, and then in December, we, we, we uh, uh, moved forward on our public safety initiative. It supports Chief Stevens' belief that, that community policing is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. That's a more distributed model of, of, of policing. We'll, we'll have three substations, one north, one south, one east. We'll have a much smaller downtown. When I say much smaller, much smaller than what we originally anticipated, about mm-hmm. half the size. A downtown, uh, um, more of a headquarters building, okay. administrative building, I guess. Um, two, two of those, you know, the downtown building and the east building will be, be built on city land that we have today. We're working on um, trying to find locations for the, for the one south and the one north. Okay. We, I would hope that we could find uh, developers that would... Um, find it uh, additive to the work they're doing to have a police station in their in their neighborhood um, or at least whether they gave us land like they often do for schools or at least make us some kind of a make an arrangement that's uh, yeah. beneficial to our citizens we'll also build a, a new property warehouse um, once again on land the city owns out, out uh, off of Municipal Hill, where it really where the old animal shelter was. In fact, that work we're we're tearing down that old facility today, regardless of uh, well to get ready for this actually. And then finally, uh, uh, we'll be, we'll build a uh, we'll build a crime lab out there, which we have today. Okay. It's uh, not extensive, but we do have That's a small true. crime yeah. lab. And then finally, we'll move Municipal Court to a, a building we already own and repurpose that. That's so, right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's a it's a project. That's it's a sixty million dollar investment. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, it will impact our tax rate. We talked about that and we did it. It'll impact it a little bit this year and more again next year. Uh, the Some of the money that we'll borrow for this will be uh, for 10 years. Some will be for 20 years. Uh, but I think if you – we've talked about this for a generation in our community about doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I talked to citizens and they, they talked about – our facilities and they talked about yeah. how we've invested in, in our Lubbock in Lubbock fire and rescue and we're very proud of that we most everyone said okay it's time to do right by our police we expect them to protect us it is as you said earlier it's job one it's the first thing the charter talks about mm-hmm. is public safety yeah. so uh, that's something that um, 
I guess that's on my record, yeah. and it's something I'm proud of. And did you feel like you were transparent through that process? I know you all hosted the public hearings. Um, it did not go to a public vote. I'm trying to remember if that was discussed or not. Yeah, so we, we voted, if you recall, in December, we, we, we voted a 7-0 to support the project. Yeah. And then we had a vote on how to finance it, and it was a 4-3 to three vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one of the ones that voted for it to go to uh, the public. for a, uh, it, As you know, it, it doesn't. It wouldn't going to cost anything different, whether the council issues certificates of obligation or you have a public vote and you if you issue general obligation debt bonds, you go, we're going to borrow at the same rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're jogging my memory because it was also if it failed, then the city would have to wait three years right right, for it to come back and then it was also discussed paying as you go well that would cost a decade or that would take a decade yeah we couldn't really find a way that just didn't didn't make so we 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 went as you recall we 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 um we had many alternatives not only alternatives on the the plan itself but how to fund it and and we we all as finally as a group got around this this uh this plan i think it's a you know, we we have a lot of votes that aren't seven to oh, seven to zero, but I think this is one that's important. It was seven to zero because I think uh, all of us feel that's really critical that we make this investment. Yeah, and of course, the, the, that's kind of those are those are visible projects, and I think that's what a lot of people see. Are these? I was just complaining to my editor a couple weeks ago how much I feel like I write about buildings all the time. But that's kind of the most visible things that you all do with the police substations, uh, Citizens Tower. Uh, now we're talking about the Coliseum Auditorium. Yeah, I mean, these emergency, are all emergency operations center. Emergency, or, exactly. Uh, you know, for, yeah. Or it may not be a building, but it might be a road. And we, we make a lot of investments in in uh, facilities and, and roadway. You think yeah. we've got we've got hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. of in assets that, that, that belong to us, really that belong to the citizens that we were the stewards for. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was just yesterday. I attended a CPAC meeting, the yeah. Comprehensive yeah. Land Use uh, meeting. I mean, they're cruising along. Oh, cruising along. I, I guess it's been a year in the, in the making. But, I mean, they only have one or two topics left. And yeah, I they're, they're going to bring it to the council here this summer. Tell me the impact that that's going to have. Uh, I guess we can first just start with the zoning map. They're they're updating that for the first time in yeah. Decades. So it's really two, as you know, it's really two big pieces to this effort. The thirty citizens that we appointed to serve on this committee. The f- the first piece is uh, um, updating the land use plan, mm-hmm. uh, which hasn't been fully updated since the mid eighties. Really hasn't been touched much since the nineties. That's our roadmap for development. Whether it's new development or infill development, that that's the roadmap mm. for that, and and it it helps uh, guide uh, not only how we develop, in other words, where we build a single-family homes, where we build retail, where we build industrial, also about how as we grow that some of that's going to be paid for, mm. and and we we there are things in our uh, our land use plan today that are where it's silent, where it doesn't talk about things where that we, we need it to. So yeah. that, that a lot of the work that's been going on is around that. You've been, you've, you've paid very close attention mm-hmm. to it. It's uh, what I like is that uh, uh, that citizen group has stakeholders from, from, you know, all different parts of our community. Yeah. It's got builders and developers. It's got um, uh, folks that are, that look at the world differently than mm-hmm. that, that uh, maybe are more community advocate kind of folks. And uh, and uh, I think they unanimously voted yesterday on a, on a big piece of, uh, of some of the recommendations they'll bring us around funding new projects. And so... They did, yeah, unanimously, which yeah. was third... 
I'm trying to remember how many people were there. It may have been only 17, but it was about those the impact fees. And yeah. I'm going to write about that next week. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's going to change the way that – because the city's behind on road projects, right? And, well, and that's going to change the way in which some of these are – I would funded. say there are many places where we've kept up with growth. But I, but there are places where we can't keep yeah. up with growth. And, and uh, I, what we've got to have is a common sense – approach to funding new growth mm -hmm. and that's uh, that includes uh, determining what the city's role is what the uh, the developer's role yeah. is um, what the builder's role I mean what the homeowner's role I mean it, you know, it should be we should clearly under, understand that mm -hmm. and, and so there, there are efforts around that um, and then uh, second part is more of the updating the the sort of the vision for the community, for sure. and which hasn't been updated in 20 years. Yeah. And so we, we, we expect to get all of that this summer. We, uh, uh, I think intentionally our, our, um, our agenda, our, more of our, the, what we're working on will, has, is, you can see it starting to wind down a bit right mm -hmm. now with uh, the big things we've been dealing with. We'll see the new council in, uh, in, in May. Uh, you 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 start with a new council a little slower because you've got to we'll have it uh, at least one new member there could be four new members mm -hmm. I mean you know so and, and including me not being there I certainly hope that's not the case that's um working real hard to make sure that's not the case but we'll uh, uh, we'll begin work on what's important to this next council and yeah. we'll that's something we'll have to understand but. One of the first things we will deal with this summer will be uh, the work of this this planning, uh, our community planning group. Yeah, and it'll really change your attitude on some things, I would imagine. Just, again, with the meeting yesterday, they were talking about parks, and I thought that discussion was pretty interesting. And they, they voted to kind of change the way that the city looks at parks, as opposed to these kind of neighborhood small parks all over the place well maybe the sh city should start focusing on bigger More parks that are going to draw kind of like yeah. McAllister yeah. you know and that yeah. you know and but but okay so if you have bigger parks how do you connect them with the neighborhoods and how do you connect them with the neighborhoods like how, do you, be, how do you invest in them how do you take yeah. care of them there's a lot of questions it'll be a different way of thinking yeah, yeah it will be, kind of, but, but really you know it's a Certainly, the recommendations they make have to be accepted by the council. Sure. I, I, I would, I would think that um, there'll be some modification. I, I would, I, I know that uh, we, um, those are all public meetings, and we often show up. I know Ms. Joy was there yesterday for mm -hmm. the meeting, um, um, uh, but it's good work and it's citizen led, and and that's what this is about. It's about. Uh, uh, you know, doing the work of the people. Mm -hmm. uh, I also want to talk with you about downtown, and you were part yeah, of the downtown yeah. board before you were elected mayor. Course, yeah. um, big news last week about South Plains College looking into uh, what's now City Hall, but that'll be vacated when uh, city staff moved to Citizens Tower. So we talked about transportation, how that's kind of a slow process maybe we can say that about downtown as well right but are, yeah I mean, are re things yeah re redevelopment redevelopment is very different than new development mm -hmm. i mean in our part of the world new development is uh we a cotton field becomes a a, a neighborhood yeah it, it's it's just not that i mean it, it, we move out yeah that or, or or even redevelopment in some cases is easier downtown is not you've got you've got uh, a lot of a lot of uh, buildings that aren't going anywhere some of them mm -hmm. have historical value you've but then you've got 
our tall buildings. You've got court. You've got a county courthouse. You have a federal courthouse. You have city hall. You have post office. You've got, you know, the that's uh, right. Yeah. You know, other state and you know, and, and so you've uh, police stations. So, uh, yeah, but but downtown is a. Uh, uh, there are good things going on. Mm. The South Plains College, um, you know, agreement we reached last week is a big deal, and and we 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 won't appreciate it for a number of years. We're the largest community in the state without a downtown academic campus of a community college. Yeah, you said that at the meeting. I didn't know that. Think about it. Was... Think about it. Amarillo, check. They've got one. Yeah. Midland, oh, I mean, they're those and they're smaller than we are. But you but you look around Austin. ACC, mm-hmm. San Antonio, they've served, I think, SACC. Houston served, I think, by more than one's community college, yeah. Corpus Christi. Um, uh, the, the Fort Worth, certainly, Tarrant Ter- County Junior mm-hmm. College, or they, I think it's got a different name now, but the, the, Metro, the uh, 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 Collin County, the, the, even, the big, even the big urban sort of your Plano's and those places have, have these centers. It's, it's important for our citizens, not just our kids finishing high school. Yeah. It's it's very important for them, but it's also important for that 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 member of our workforce that wants to go back to school at night to, to make himself or herself better, or they, they see that to, to to get promoted in their job they need a different set of skills. The third thing is it's it's important for Texas Tech. Uh, it's a it's a gateway for those guys. It's one mile away. It's on a street where we're going to provide public transportation. Uh, it's a I'm real excited about it. I, I, we, you know, our role in this is, um, to this point, our role has been to get the people to the table, mm-hmm. to get South Plains College to the table, to get tech to the table, to get the economic development agency to the table, uh, to work with, to have some conversations with our, some of our foundations. Now we, we get to be more involved because it's, uh, we've got to work out a deal for our building. But, but uh, um, regardless of what it does for downtown, it will have a huge impact on downtown. It's the right thing to do for our citizens. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about the hotel. Tell me about yeah. that. And I guess I don't even know where we are on the process because my understanding was that it, it kind of got kicked back to the downtown TIF, right? You're talking about a, t- a, a proposed convention center hotel. Yes, not the hotel by the Wells Fargo Center. The yeah. So, so we, we've, uh, we've asked uh, – uh, we've, we've – as, as you know, there's a, a, a yeah, proposal for a – privately owned hotel that would be located roughly between the Civic Center and Buddy Holly Hall. And we've done some, st- we've had studies commissioned and, and worked for, this was actually brought to us originally by the downtown um, uh, TIF board, actually it goes back to, um, goes back to Mayor Robertson's council. Okay. This is, it, it, these things don't happen fast, as you know. Um, we've got a, uh, we, we, we gave staff uh, the go ahead to Go to the market and see what's there. We 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 fully ex- expect that we will participate in this in some w- way, much like we did on the Overton. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that was a hugely successful project, and the city city's participation there was around some of the meeting space. In this case, it could it would probably be similar to that. Mm-hmm. The 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 investment we would make would be paid for by the hotel tax from this pro- from this. This project from this hotel, if in fact it was done, so it wouldn't be you wouldn't rent a hotel room in Southwest Lubbock and it pay for this project. Okay. It'd be for this project. But um, it's all in the wide open. We'll uh, we'll see. You know, I would think that uh, by the end of uh, the year, sometime maybe the fourth quarter, we'll start to 
this will become you'll see something that'll come back up on on our radar screen, yeah. and we've got to make a decision if it's a uh, if it makes good sense. It's a from the time we would say yes to the d- doors opening, are probably thirty months best case. Okay. So we our market will look different in thirty months than it does today. We're a bit overbuilt today in hotel rooms. However, this is a product like we don't have. It's even different than the Overton because it would be connected to our civic center yeah. or what we may eventually call our civic and con- convention center. We need to think of our, our civic center a little differently. As, as it, we, so much of what we use it for is meetings for, that attract people to our community. Yeah. When it was built, we didn't have the kind of community meeting sp- space that we do now. We've got a lot of other um, alternatives to that. And it's not to say we want to kick those everybody out on their ear, but we've got to have a conversation about what's the best way to use the the Civic Center Convention Center. And I think you'll see us see that be part of this discussion. Okay, also. and help me understand the part of it where money then would be available to use for the Civic Center. Is that still on the table? The, the it it, dep- it could be. Like there's that? some. Okay. There's a. We went to the state legislature last year and got a, a legislation passed which allows uh, um, the the sales tax portion from this facility from this hotel and the uh, food and beverage i believe for a 10-year period it would all be rebated to us so it's a it's really a provision the state put in place about 20 years ago when they built a uh, convention hotel in houston these these things um require a little seed capital to get them started and they did this and so it's been done about 20 times around the state and they 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 passed that provision for us last year. Uh, if in fact we do it, that'll be helpful in this project, uh, and it's uh, it would be built into the city's component. Whether or not there'd be dollars to go back into the civic center, or they'd be used for this facility, mm-hmm. I don't know. Remember that those dollars have to be used for something that's owned by the public. They're not. They can't be used in the private part of the hotel. Okay. Okay. And which would be the rooms? That's right. And we're talking about a, we're talking about the private sector making a. Fifty-five, sixty million dollar investment. So this is a significant investment in 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 our community. If in fact this happens, we'll we'll see. It's a. I'd like to see it happen. I've been not been. I've been. I've not been shy about the fact that I think it's a a step we need to take. Um, at the right time when it makes sense. Okay. Okay. Very good. So we've talked about things that have you know that you've. It's been a busy two years. We've talked about those things, but I mean, tell me what you're kind of telling. The voters now as you're kind of going around and talking well, when about people, your when people ask me what's most important you know mm-hmm. what are, what's you know i think uh, that's something that mm-hmm. you get asked a lot in fact i've got a little i do i did a series of videos about what sort of the frequently asked questions okay. that i get but you know what are the what what faces the city i mean mm-hmm. i and i think you um you, you've heard me say it matt but one of our jobs we we, we have to strike this delicate balance as we embrace growth but we also take care of what we already have. That's maybe the most difficult job for a council. And that's uh, smart growth, infill development, redevelopment. We just talked about it a few minutes ago about some of the things we're working on in the future. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't allow growth to get ahead of your, of your infrastructure. At the same time, you've got to make sure you're maintaining your infrastructure. So that, that's one thing we talk about. We've, we don't. We always talk about public safety. We've talked about it some today too. That's never going to get far off of the top of the stack for us. Um, we we we're proud of our Lubbock Fire and Rescue and, and and Lubbock Police. We're opening our new emergency operations center this uh, this spring. 
Our finances are critical. I'm a business guy. I come from. I look at the world through sort of those lens. That lens. Uh, that we just met with the credit credit agencies or the rating agencies. Uh, Fitch and Standard and Poor's. They both um, gave us. Uh, reaffirmed us at AA plus and, and had some positive comments like we're making progress I want to be AAA I keep this is my second year to meet with uh-huh. them I enjoy those meetings because I get a chance to ask them you know for that AAA rating and and uh, that's as high as you can go we're one step from that as high as we as you know it's uh, um, that's important because as we make investments and we will continue to make investments the cities make investments for water projects for sewer projects for uh, road projects and and those are those those projects last for many years decades and it, it's wise often on those to pay for those with 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 debt to borrow money we want to make sure we do that you know the right way we don't we don't want to borrow debt borrow money for projects we can pay cash yeah. for and you've heard us talk about that i think mm-hmm. i think that's the idea of not just swiping the credit card common sense learning to say no sort of what we've done with the with lpd this year where we've re uh, sort of uh, uh re we're reusing some police cars that were in our surplus pool that had plenty of useful life left in them and we spent money to update them with the newest technology and repaint them and they're black and white instead of blue and white what they used to be and made sure they have good good tires on them but for $3,500 we can update a police car and safely put a police policeman on a police woman on the on the streets that's a to me that's a better decision than buying a new Tahoe for Mm -hmm. Mm $35,000 I mean it's our money it's your money and my money that we're spending so we and then I think the final thing that we we always talk about is water and electricity yeah I mean it's that I mean it's certainly all of our utilities but Mm -hmm. water and water and power seem to be on uh, the top of people's minds yeah we haven't even brought up ERCOT yet and that's crazy because that's what I think it's two years ago that's pretty much all we were talking about so So a lot happened in those two years as well yeah big step big step this spring with ERCOT I applaud the the work of our of our team the 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 LPNL board the LPNL administration um, city administration the council has found ourselves in the middle of this or involved in this Uh, we got work to do though we have three years to really roughly three years from you know from today maybe yeah. maybe three years in a month or so to to uh, be connected to to ERCOT and uh, make sure that our citizens can take advantage of what I think is the most efficient um, power grid in the country mm-hmm. uh, talk about the city council now you know just uh, just seems much more there's less controversy going on <laughs> at the city council in terms of kind of personalities and, you know, it, just compared to what it was, yeah, the, yeah. the prior council, uh, you know, moving forward, do you see that still being the case? Kind of what makes you all so different? Well, I, I wasn't on the prior councils, but I, I ran in 2006, 15 and 16, I ran on a, on a promise that, uh, that we could be civil that we could disagree and not be disagreeable, that we could handle tough decisions, but we could do, do it in a way that, that our citizens uh, wouldn't be embarrassed mm-hmm. by us. What I, lo- I love this council. Um, they're great. They're great to work with. Our council has, I think, made a lot of progress, and a lot of it's because nobody cares who gets the attention. Everybody's eminently prepared. We respect everyone's opinion. You, you've seen us have significant disagreements, but... We get once we make a decision, we move forward as a group. 
Um, I think there's a lot of trust in the group. I, I don't think you hear a lot of different messages coming out of City Hall. I think you, you, you generally have a council that that can agree on those six goals and that we're 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 going that that direction. And I think our citizens like that. I I, uh, I know that you know it, it might not provide the red meat that sometimes the media wants, but uh, I think it's a better way to run the railroad. And uh, uh, you know we we don't have the ability at, at city government to to not take action so it's not a, a, a an austin or washington kind of there's there's more opportunity to to uh to to dodge or to postpone or to uh, and there, there's certainly more uh divisiveness divisiveness sure. in this, uh, you know there's uh, polarization and potholes you know Potholes don't aren't Republican or Democrat. They're potholes. We got to fix them, you know. And and if police and fire, that's not a that's not a party issue. That's a that's a Lubbock issue. And you know we have to deal with those things, and we have to answer to our to our voters. And we see them at church. We see them in the grocery store. We see them at the ball field. And uh, we're doing our very best. And it's been a great council. I I I, um, I enjoy uh, uh, really enjoy working with them. Yeah, very good. Very good. Mayor, that's all the questions I have. Anything we didn't get to? Anything else you want to mention? Um, no, I, 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 uh, I, I want to go back to downtown for just one minute. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about it. I do think that uh, I want to be clear about something in downtown. Um, we don't need as a city to be in the development business. Our, our job is to uh, uh, create an environment that's attractive to the private sector. Now, we can do things. I think the South Plains College collaboration is an example of that. Our work with Buddy Holly Hall is an example of that. that. That goes back before our council. We can't take credit for that. That was a previous council that, that, that said, yes, you can, if you raise this money, you can have this, we'll give you this land. Yeah. We had to do some, clean up some of the paperwork, as you remember. But we, we, we also need to create an environment at City Hall where, where, where we're flexible and we're responsive and we're accountable. And that's how development, redevelopment, infill development, new development. That's how it happens all around our community. And that, that's our role. And that's where we should be. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes I get people feel like we're, uh, uh, you know, that we uh, are too involved in some of that. And, and I, I, I would argue that that's not the case. I think the, these kind of investments lead to more jobs. And I think the jobs lead to uh, more prosperity for our citizens and that means they can buy houses and buy cars and provide for their kids and send their kids to college and uh, you know it, it, it all fits together and uh, Lubbock's a uh, really unique place to live and and uh, I enjoy getting a chance to lead and, and, and uh, serve as the mayor. Yeah. Well yeah and you talk about job creation and you talk yeah. about um, keeping these we have so many students here yeah, and keeping yeah. these students here and a vibrant downtown would of course sure. go a long way. That's and where this, that's where dog parks fit. I mean, yeah. you know, that's where, that's where do things that we do outside. We need mm -hmm. to be, we need to be, uh, that's why this marathon this weekend, I think mm -hmm. makes sense. It's about things that people that they say, Hey, that's a, that's cool. We want to, we want to be part of that, whether they're 18 or 68. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so that, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're working on. We uh, we've created sixteen thousand 
net new jobs in Lubbock in the last 10 years. Really? 16,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 5,500 in the last two years. These are Texas workforce numbers. Okay. And our unemployment rate's less than 2.5%. People will move to Lubbock for good jobs. There's no doubt about it. That's our, our job is to con- con- continue to provide an environment where, where businesses want to invest. And uh, I think that's top of mind. Yeah, very good. All right. So, we'll thank end you for on that. Mayor, Thanks, man. I appreciate, appreciate you. Mm-hmm.